All right, welcome back to the Kansas City Star podcast. I'm Sam McDowell, sports reporter with the Star, joined once again this week by Ike Opara, sporting Kansas City defender. Ike, thanks again for joining us. It's always a pleasure. This is, I'm enjoying this. We're, uh, we're going to get into an interesting topic this week and, and talk a little bit about what got you here as far as the sports that you played growing up because a hot topic right now is just uh, specialization in sports, specifically among kids and, and younger and younger kids. Uh, so let's get into your background a little bit. Tell us what sports you played growing up and, and just when you started to focus on soccer specifically. Yeah, for me, it was, you know, I started playing soccer at age four. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, I, I incorporated you know, team sports such as basketball and, and baseball. I think basketball was probably, you know, nine or 10 years old and baseball was probably, you know, from PV level up um, or T-ball level, which is probably about six or seven years old. Yeah. And then I, I kept going, uh, I'll stick to this baseball point, but I stayed with baseball from, you know, about that age all the way until about the end of my eighth grade year. Um, and with basketball, I, you know, I, I played probably, you know, eight or nine years old um, and played all the way to my, uh, Give or take junior, senior year of, of high school, I had uh, some, you know, unfortunate injuries in, in, in high school. But so I, it kind of made me miss out uh, basketball season, I think, my junior year. But you know, I was still with the team and still active and, and trying to do things uh, with them. And uh, really, I, I kind of transitioned to, to soccer full time uh, really when I started getting, um, you know, our uh, recruiting letters. Yeah, um, sure. And so... I, I'd always kind of know that, you know, if I was going to go the soccer route or the, the sport route, soccer would have been my, my main focus. And when you start getting letters, probably sophomore year of high school or so, you start to realize, okay, well, I mean, this is, uh, you know, a, a lot of, you know, putting, start putting my eggs in that basket more so than all the other sports. Uh, and so it was pretty easy for me to, to figure out, uh, you know, that I wanted to do soccer and, and stick with soccer. Uh, but I mean, I learned a lot of, you know, you know, I guess skills just that crossed over amongst all three sure. sports. Um, and that was something that, I mean, to this day that I, I still, I mean, more so with basketball, I think there was a, a lot of similarities, uh, with the movements and, and being a defender in soccer. I think that was a lot, very helpful for me. Uh, and it's always kind of still been in my, in the back of my mind. Uh, so. Um, that's kind of when I started to really specialize in, in soccer was at the end of high school, give or take. So, and this isn't necessarily why, why we're here to talk, but I am interested if you were any good at these other sports. <laughs> so, baseball, I, I, I realized that baseball wasn't probably for me anymore. What, you, when, what, what, what position did you play? So, by that time, I, I was playing AU and I was playing two years up. And so, oh, I was wow, kind okay. of all, yeah, I was kind of all over the place <laughs> at that point. Most of the time, it was shortstop in one year. And then the next year, I, I experimented with catcher. That was wow, pretty fun. Okay. <laughs> it led you to be involved every, you know, every, every single pitch of the game, really. And so, um, you know, I was pretty decent at baseball until I think I just, I, I started focusing on the other two sports more and baseball, I kind of got left behind a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you get that nine to what, five or six, or whatever it's called, breaking curveball that starts yeah. your head and yeah, ends at, six, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it ends at your knees. And then you're like, Oh, well, I, I was ducking <laughs> out of the way. Think, yeah. I think I was going to hit me in the head. And the next thing I know, it, it's a strike three. So I, I realized that baseball probably wasn't for me. And, you know, at that point in time, I, I was, you know, b- basketball and, and soccer or, you know, more fast, more obviously faster pace. And that was kind of what I was leaning towards. I think baseball is a, a lot more analytical thinking. Um, and it, it's actually one of the more fun sports to play. Uh, but at that point in time, it was, you know, I think soccer and basketball were, were my, were my, yeah. uh, were to my personality. And basketball was pretty decent as well. You know, I had what'd a couple. What did you play in basketball? 
I was point guard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I prided myself on defending. Actually, I, I was trying to be the lockdown defender and passing. <laughs> that was where my at the end of the day, what I could, uh, I, I judged myself on was how did I do with my, you know, my matchup. You know, did I get any steals? You know, did I get a possible block or, you know, have any assists? It's like an omen for your being a defender. I know, I know, right? I know, it's, <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I never really cared about scoring. I really was all about, you know, trying to set my team up to be successful uh, uh-huh. at that position. And that's why I kind of leaned towards the past first guards, even in today's, you know, basketball, you know, your Rondos. Yeah. Uh, even, though, even though he might seek more, you know, assist than really, you know, uh, sh- you know, shot, shot, shot. You know, taking ability and uh, Chris Paul's, but yeah, that was kind of you know my my mo. And, Can you dunk? Oh yeah, no, no, not an issue. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that's what, that's that's what, one of the, f- the questions I get all the time, and it's <laughs> it's not an issue. Like, what, when do you remember, like when you very first dunked a basketball? Yeah, yeah I think everyone remembers the first dunk, or at well, least remembers. Yeah, I, yeah. If you if if, if if you've waiting. dunked, there's a trampoline out there, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was eighth grade. Um, you know, I just think that. It was. I remember. I mean, at that point, I think it was one out of like every five I could get, and oh. then I started getting them pretty regularly when I was in ninth grade and in tenth and on. You so, doing it during a game? Yeah, I, I threw a couple down, uh, and yeah, I posterized a couple guys and smaller guys though. Yeah. So I never, but this with the big centers, it's different ball game. <laughs> I've always said like the one skill set that I the, there's always sort of. My friends and I have these sorts of debates. Like, man, if you could have one skill in a game that you could just experience what that felt like, and dunking is like a, a if it's not first, it's 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 second or third on that list. Yeah, it's up there. It's it's a, it's a good feeling, especially if you're able to get someone underneath the rim, yeah. and you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. or you can see them. They're trying to line you up, and you're trying to line them up as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I would even say that crossed over into soccer. Just based off of set pieces, yes, I can I can jump high, but but the timing oh, sure. of when to jump, and if I'm jumping off of my left or my right foot or both feet, was just something that, especially when I was active in basketball all the time, it was it was almost so routine that I never thought about it. And today, I, I don't really think about it much, but there are times where I'm like, oh, I probably need to go on my right foot or my left foot or both feet for sure. this instance, and. Uh, and just the timing of how to, to set up, you know, when you leap, when the ball's in the air. And uh, I think most people that defend me know that I can jump. And so what they try to do is, you know, body me or do something to throw me off. And so I have to try to adjust depending on what the defender or whoever is marking me is trying to accomplish. Yeah, and so much of – and that well, that's a good transition here. But so much of what, what people think about winning aerial duels in soccer, that, you know, they, they – credit height and athleticism mm-hmm. but it's so much more than you know than that and it's about the, the timing and that certainly is a skill that that you use a lot in those other sports you mentioned yeah absolutely and and i think you know some of the the better leapers that i've faced yes there's some like your kai kamaras you can you can get up there but then you had guys that i mean playing zach scott not a, not an overly tall guy five ten maybe or so but his timing was impeccable. Uh-huh. He was really good at timing and using his body when he was in the air. And, I mean, that was his ability that, that you know, kind of counteracted, uh, you know, the, the maybe the vert that he may have lacked. Uh, but at the same time, he just – maybe he did have – I'm not sure, to be honest. I just remember his timing being exceptional. Uh, and I think as I, you know, as I'm playing and I try to find spaces, sometimes it's – you know, I don't have enough room to, to pull off some of the, the jumps that I would like on the set piece. And so you have to really go, you know, kind of improv from there. But I think when I'm able to really, you know, line it up and, and see a spot on the field, it's been, you know, I think that's when I'm really successful. So 
after sort of recapping the sports you did play, if you could go back and change, because obviously the big thing now is these kids are specializing in an earlier age. Do you have any regrets about about any of that? No, I, I, I personally don't, just because of my personality. I knew that uh, I, I wanted to expand, and my parents were, were great support staff for me, just because they let me experience many things, and they, they didn't, you know, they... they they were excited for me to, you know, try my hand in whether it be sports or, you know, arts. I wish I would have done music. There's so many other things I wish I would have done and, and they would have been completely behind me a hundred percent. But I think all of those things, you know, those new experiences, uh, were, was, were reasons why I was able to excel when I decided to stick with soccer. Um, just because I think, you know, I was able to learn. I mean, in all three sports, it's teamwork, sure, but it's just different sort of teamwork. Sure. Whereas basketball, you got a little more individualism, and you really got to play both sides more so than you know. In soccer, you kind of just you know, depending on your position, you can you do more one than the other typically, mm-hmm. unless you're in the midfield. Sure. I mean, we can get in specifics, but uh, and then baseball, you got your position, and then you're you're for the most part you're, you're there, and you're not really you know moving much. It's pretty static, I guess, in that regards, and. Uh, you know, a pitcher is able to dictate, you know, a lot of the game and the catcher as well. And until you get up the bat, that's when you can really make impacts. And I know defense is important in baseball, but it's just different. You're not, you're not really, I mean, if it's in right field and you're the third baseman, you're not, you have no right. responsibility with that pop fly kind of thing, unless there are runners on. So it's just, it's just different sort of teamwork, but you're able to meet different dynamics, uh, you know, different personalities and figure out kind of you know where your role is in all three and you, you start to figure out uh yourself i think when you when you're experiencing multiple sports yeah and th- th- there's been studies and a lot of them on specialization recently probably within the last decade or so but you know the the biggest sort of side effects about specializing early seem to be you know injury overuse injury mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about baseball and you've, you've got pitchers and, and whatnot but you know, when you're, when you're only using some movements in your body and, and your body's con- constantly repeating that and maybe not using other muscles, just when you don't even realize it, depending on sports, that can cause, cause overuse injury. But also burnout, you know, yeah. is, is a major thing. When you've got kids that are playing sports year-round, and I wondered if, you know, your experience, if being able to transition from soccer and you know, the summer or the fall or whatever, and then going to basketball in the winter, I'm sure that maybe made you a little bit more eager and ready when soccer did come around the, the next year. Absolutely. And I think that was, uh, you know, one of the things I never thought about until I got older and realized okay. how, yeah, how... It's every day out here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I think I realized a little bit before I became a pro, but just how, uh, you know, lucky that I was to, to do multiple sports because and then I, you know, I, I was thinking or talking to one of my ex club teammates, uh, that was actually the best man at his wedding, and we're looking around, and he has four or five guys from the groomsmen who were in that club team growing up, and, and other guys who attended the wedding, and so we all we all stay in touch. But we were all talking about you know what happened to you know so and so, the people we kind of lost touch with, and it, it was funny because a lot, most of them, I would say, if there was. Five, I would say three or four of them, you know, gave up early because of, you know, the burnout, gave up early because of maybe uh, outside influences just being more passionate than they were uh, at the sport. And they just, you know, didn't, they just, I think others wanted it more for them than they did. And so they just, they didn't enjoy it. And so they kind of just said, all right, I'm done. I mean, some, some are financial, I'm sure reasons, you know, playing a lot of sports can be expensive for families or, 
you know, lack of playing time when you're traveling a lot, like for, for club soccer, you want to play. And if you're traveling all across the country, not playing much, yeah. I can, I understand that's, uh, one of the things that you're in high school, you want to experience some things that, you know, you want to, whatever it be, student government, whatever the case, yeah. but you're missing out on a lot of things. And so if you want to experience it, then, okay, then soccer, maybe it's not, you know, the route or you're calling. And so, uh, it was kind of just the burnout that a lot of people, you know, had that, you know, they felt like soccer was, overly you know was dictating their lives too much to the point where they couldn't they couldn't live and enjoy you know other things and, and so it which is you know in retrospect at the time i didn't understand it you know i think i was confused i was like why well, everyone i mean everyone should play like i just didn't understand the concept of burnout really sure. uh, and then as i got older it was like oh that's so easy to, to, to identify with and understand why they felt that way uh, and it seems like you know one of the other things is when when you put a kid uh to, to only you when you enroll a kid in only in one sport and, and sort of because I mean these stats here show from the study that the the mean age now of or the average age of kids that are starting to single sport specialize it is 12 and a half years old basically and I, I that decision you would think maybe the kid has some say but there has to be a lot of situations where a 12 and a half year old is maybe not making those decisions and whether it be a parent or a coach but I just wonder about the pressure that you and yeah. I talked a lot last week about just sports psychology and the, mm-hmm. the mental aspect of the game. And man, you put that sort of pressure on a kid who's 12 and a half years old. That seems to be a concern. Yeah. I don't, I don't have statistics back in this, but I'm going to say, yeah, but I think, uh, it's, I find, I would, I would venture to say a majority of 12 and a half year olds have no idea what they want to do in life. Right. Right. And so let alone, you know, sports. I mean, uh, you know, if I was to be a parent, I would want my kid to, you know, experience, you know, sports, arts, yeah. uh, whatever, book club, bit music, a lot of things just because I think that you can learn so much just based on uh, different circles uh, and it may, may benefit you in, in some aspects, it may not. But I also understand that, you know, if you use soccer, for example, you join academies at whatever age, 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13, I mean, really young. And so and when you join the academy, you've kind of committed to saying, okay, I'm going to stick to pursue this. Yes. Yeah. And so you don't, you don't have time to play other sports. You don't, you, you don't have probably even time to do things, like I said, as music or art mm-hmm. or student government. I mean, you're probably really just, you know, doing schoolwork and, and soccer. And so, uh, it really kind of limits you into this, it pigeonholes you a bit into this, you know, a little bit of a corner here of if you don't, you know, love it or you don't want it anymore, you've kind of lost, you know, yeah. X amount of years. That's a bigger to, decision to all of a sudden quit as opposed to, you know, if it's one of three or four that, that yeah. you're doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and so for me, and, and I get that you know, until, you have, until, you, until you are in that position, you just never know. But I, in my perfect world is, you know, I would, you know, let my child experience whatever it is that they wanted to experience. And then when they say, you know, I get to an age where they're like, they want to, you know, let's say, focus on soccer or basketball. Okay, I'll say, you know, all right, I'll rock with you here now. So I'll do everything that I can to help you be successful. So if you want to be the one to go to camps or if you want to be the one to get extra coaching, you can do it. But I won't, I will never be more passionate than, you know, my child if, you know, I just think that uh, you're not really, uh, I just think that it would allow them room to, you know, for error, room to, you know, figure out what, is what they want to do as yeah. opposed to me being down their, their throat with it. And so uh, I think that's what I would do. I mean, that's, it's not the right way. It's not the wrong way. It's sure. just, you know, what I would prefer. Um, and I think my parents did a good job of allowing me to decide whatever it is that I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, and really, I think that's a big reason as to why I'm here. 
Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State. And no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or two fifty a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at kansascity.com slash sportspass. Some of these stats are really interesting, what you just said, because the majority of athletes, professional athletes, and obviously we're, we're, we're talking with one here, but... The majority of them did not specialize until 15 years old. And, but the majority of high schoolers now are 12 and a half and, and college age kids that people on scholarships are 13 and a half years old. So it's like, it, it, it's a greater tendency to specialize at, at a young age, even though the stats show that that's not the way people got here. And right. you're, you're saying that that's not the way you got here. And uh, another interesting stat I, I, that I that I found here was only 22.3% of professional athletes said they would want their own child to specialize. So the people that have made it mm-hmm. have said that's still not the not the preferred route to go. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of now we only have the numbers to back it up. We don't have necessarily the the qualitative uh, data, but I, I would be interested to hear you know all the reasons as to why uh, athletes feel that way. Um, I bet it could be, I, I bet it's complex. To, I mean, I really, I bet there are hundreds of reasons why, but I think one of the bigger ones would be, um, you know, I think it's, you know, to let a kid, uh, you know, live a little bit. You know, I think sure. kids got to make their own mistakes because kids got to figure out things on their own. Uh, and, and I also think that, um, you know, I, again, I, <laughs> It could be many things. I, and, I, and I know it's probably different in this country based on, you know, if you look, if you ask any of my foreign teammates that, that yeah. question. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always, I'm sure we could get, we could ask a hundred different athletes and, and get, you know, upwards of a hundred different answers, uh, to that reason as to why. And I'd be interested to know why, but. Do you, I mean, just cause we're having this conversation that, but have you ever thought about how it might be different if you had focused earlier? Do you think it would, anything would be different at all? The only thing that would be different would be, you know, if I was to make it and not have felt a burnout or, you know, maybe something else, sure. or something happened, would be maybe you would have, uh, you know, better technique in, in, in whatever area. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, the more reps you get, the better you right, are typically. Right. And so, which is definitely the thinking behind right, doing it. Right. I mean, once you're able to specialize, I would imagine you, you, you give everything you can. You, you literally are, you know, practicing quite a bit. And you're working on things that, you know, people that in theory should be left behind with who aren't practicing. Um, and so I, I don't know. I think that in, there's some truth to that for sure. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the mentality of a, whatever, a 12 and a half year old, if you're, if you're committing to specialization is, uh, that's a tricky one. I mean, that's yeah. seventh grade, eighth, eighth, no, not even eighth yeah, grade. So seventh grade, grade yeah. uh, I mean, I, when I was in seventh grade, I couldn't tell you what I was trying yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I really couldn't. So, um, I, and I think a lot of people would say that as well. It's not that, you know, you definitely want your kids be, be, to think that it is possible to, to maybe go pro. And, I mean, 
you know, obviously you wanted to grow up thinking that it was a possibility, but it seems like when, you know, you spend all your efforts making that happen, that's where, you know, it's got to work. Yeah. And, and the, that, that adds a different layer to it. Yeah. And you see guys who, you know, who dedicate themselves to it and they make it. I mean, it could sure. go any way. Um, a lot of the academy kids, heck, even with this program, have, have done that. Right. I mean, you've got a couple teammates now that have <laughs> played soccer their entire lives. And sure enough, by 15, 16, they're signing professional contracts. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, again, there's no right way. I mean, really, it's just, you know, what uh, you prefer, um, you know, as a, as a – I guess as a parent or, you know, someone who's helping kids make a decision. But, you know, I think a lot of people wouldn't even, even the young guys we've signed. I don't, I don't, I would love to hear their answer on this in 10 years or 15 years. Sure. Uh, Cause it could be very interesting. Yeah. I, I would love to hear it to be honest. And so uh, I, I don't know what, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I, you mentioned that, you know, a lot of the guys kind of my age, and above, you know, didn't specialize until about 16 or so. Yeah. And now they're doing it at 12 and a half. So I'm curious to see where now the, the shift and the answers that will come from the, the, the new, the recent shift and what they will be. Uh, because I'll, I, I think it's going to be pretty fascinating one way or another. Um, you know, and, and just hearing stories as to people who did specialize. Now, this would never be a, a factor that would swing you one way or the other, but. I'm just saying I would not want to play a pickup game of whatever with my buddies. Like, heck, if you guys ever play pickup games and not know what I'm doing out there on the basketball court. <laughs> uh, Do you guys ever have pickup games among the team or anything? You, there, there are some. Uh, you there, can probably tell who's played basketball. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you've got the people who talk. Like, uh, I try not to use names uh, without permission and, or, you know, consent because then you start bringing people in the, yeah. you know, arguments or, you know, discussions that uh, you, I mean, maybe you don't, you don't have the permission yeah. to do. But on this instance, I will bring a name in uh, just because it's, it's a Great. fun topic. Jalen Lindsay is an awful basketball player. Awful basketball player. The first time I ever saw him shoot a ball, he shot it over the backboard and he swears that. <laughs> He was just messing around, and I've seen him shoot quite. Like if he takes ten shots, his form is different every ten every shot, and so he, he runs his mouth and he keeps running his mouth, and so you know you, you get you get guys like him who you know cannot ball. See, I said uh, this would not be a factor, but now you're convinced me that that would be a factor, and why you shouldn't specialize. <laughs> yeah, I guess because yeah, Jalen has probably never shot a basketball. Honestly, he's kind of like watching uh, one of the foreigners play. Uh, they always, yeah, they, yeah. I don't know what they're doing and it's awesome to watch. Well, they probably don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. No, we had to, we had to teach someone how to throw, how to even hold a football and how to throw it. Okay. That was a fun one. Um, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, we, we, <laughs> it's always fun watching, you know, them shoot hoops just cause you just have no <laughs> idea what kind of funky form you're going to see. So who's uh, actually, cause I, I mean, these people wouldn't mind having their names brought up. Who's actually uh, like a really good basketball player on the team. So in terms of. You know, if, if you played one on one, who would you not want to see in the bracket? I'll, I'll say, in no order, top five is probably somewhere in there. B, Seth, uh, guys that played in high school. Yeah. Beasler played. Yeah, he Seth wanted to did. play all the way through, but his coach made him quit. Right. Yep. And Seth, you know, I think, you know, myself, and then it actually gets tricky because we've we've lost some talent over the last few years. Uh, we, we were actually trying to figure out who Sonny's would be our a good player, right? He had some height, he had some okay. work, but uh, Kyrie's actually would be decent. And then the fifth guy we were trying to come up with, I think our athletic staff is probably better than in really? the fifth. Oh yeah, we got a couple guys on, on the athletic okay. staff who are who are decent, who can 
but the thing is, when we just like mess around and shoot, they're really good just standstill shooters. But in yeah. terms of actually playing basketball, yeah, uh, uh. you and Beasley seem like maybe you would have the most sort of well-rounded games, like the guys that would d up and take it like super seriously. Yeah, yeah, and and Seth, Seth would drive me insane because really? why? What's his game like? He, he boxes out at the at the three-point line, fundamentally sound, yeah. and it's like, dude, stop! It's pickup <laughs> basketball. I'm standing at the three-point line, and you're boxing me out. Like, really? <laughs> Drives me insane. So, and he's just trying to do it and get under my skin. I'm like, stop touching me. I'm at the three-point line. Uh, so, yeah, I would say the, those are the, you know, us three for sure have to be forming a team. Yeah. And then tryouts for the other yeah. two, to be honest. You, uh, the one thing about a soccer team, though, is, I mean, heck, you're the, like one of the very tallest yeah. guys on this team. There's really no forwards on it, honestly. I know. I know. That's, and we would, we would struggle with rebounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, well, but then again, yeah, out. we're fundamentally sound. So, boxing out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going more athleticism. I'm not boxing out. Boxing yeah. out is just, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's it's fine. It's just funny that Seth loves it. Yeah, you actually described the way I play. The, uh, his game is kind of the way I I, I play pickup. I, I try and play almost every week. And okay, that's kind of the way I play too. Though I got to box out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I if I ever see you or him. And the double elbow pads and knee pads. It's going to be Seth in a game or something like that. Yeah. We can bring you out here. We can try to record it then. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I've got I've got wagers on uh, the athletic staff. One of our athletic trainers, Kurt Andrews, is uh, is a big talker, and he thinks he's um, I don't know. He thinks he's the next coming of I don't know some rags to rich story. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, he he has no idea what he's going to be in for. Who uh so. Can Seth shoot it pretty well? I mean, yeah. the team can shoot. Can yeah, he? he can. Yeah, Seth and Beast can really shoot it. And you know, Beasley can dunk too. You know what? I, I, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I've never yeah. actually, you know, seen him try it because we're always in there just like kind of messing around. And yeah, I mean, we take it serious, sure, sure. But when we when we would play, but I've never seen anyone really because I don't really try to dunk. I just yeah. get to the hole and lay it in or something. Yeah, but. I had an argument with uh, with a couple of buddies one time. Uh, talking about which players on on your guys' team might be able to dunk, and uh, you came up, and then I mentioned Beasler, just because I feel like he's more athletic than people give yeah. him credit for. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, one of the it was it was funny because I was the only one in this conversation that said yes, Matt Beasler can dunk, and so I actually contacted him about. It. I was like, hey man, next time you're at the gym, if you could take a video of yourself dunking, <laughs> <laughs> it would win me an argument. Right. And sure enough, he did. He was oh, he to, did. Oh, yeah, he was able oh, to throw so it down. Can, yeah, so yeah, then, he was able to throw it down. I, I wouldn't surprise me if he did or didn't. That's why I was like, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be better if you, if you one of you guys did it in like an actual pickup game. Oh yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you when you do that, you're you're risking coming down on some angles yeah. or something. So it's like yeah. you guys have to be careful yeah. about the way you play competitive right. sports outside of. Right. But still, it seems like it would be tough to turn off just like. Yeah, it's the, yeah, and game. that's always going to be flowing. I mean, if it's game point, it's close. It, it's always turns to the serious point. Sure. You know, the first half of the game is kind of like, <laughs> all right, and then the second half turns into you know legitimate sweating and you know again boxing out, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Well, some uh, some other future podcasts, maybe we'll have to go through and, and, and rank the way you guys would do in other sports. But uh, but let, let's stop there for this week. Uh, thanks again, Ike, for joining us this week. And uh, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Appreciate it.